going to come on up here and help me get this uh, Easter message started. We're going to give you a uh, little glimpse into our marriage here. Yeah, you're going to microphone. All right. Now, it's going to come up on the slides. We're going to lead you in a little song here. Men, you're free to help me out because you're going to see I'm going to need all the help I can get. Okay. Do you have anything you'd like to say to the ladies? Ladies can also help me out. <laughs> all right. This is a conversation that would be pretty, uh, pretty um, you know, typical in our, in our marriage. There's a hole in my bucket. Dear Liza, dear Liza, there's a hole in my bucket. Dear Liza, a hole. Then fix it, dear Henry, dear Henry, dear Henry. Then fix it, dear Henry, dear Henry. Fix it. With what shall I fix it, dear Bridget, dear Bridget? With what shall I fix it, dear Liza? With what? With a stick, dear Henry, dear Henry, dear Henry, with a stick, dear Henry, dear Henry, a stick. With what shall I cut it, dear Liza, dear Liza, with what shall I cut it, with Liza, dear what, something like that, yeah. Oh, tell you what. With an axe, dear Henry, dear Henry, dear Henry. With an axe, dear Henry, dear Henry, a axe. The axe is too dull, dear Liza, dear Liza. The axe is too dull, dear Liza, too dull. Then sharpen it, dear Henry, dear Henry, dear Henry. Then sharpen it, dear Henry, dear Henry, sharpen it. The stone is too dry, dear Liza, dear Liza. The stone is too dry, too Liza, too dry. Oh, man. I have to do all thinking around here. <laughs> Try water, dear Henry, dear Henry, dear Henry. Try water, dear Henry, dear Henry. Try water. With what shall I fetch it, dear Henry, Liza, dear Liza? With what shall I fetch it, dear Liza, in what? In a bucket, dear Henry, dear Henry, dear Henry. In a bucket, dear Henry, dear Henry, a bucket. Help me out, fellas. But there's a hole in our bucket, dear Liza, dear Liza. There's a hole in my bucket, dear Liza, a hole. Thank Bridget for helping me out there. See, there once was this man, he had two buckets. You wondered why I did that, right? Once was this man who had two buckets. One bucket was a perfect bucket. And it could always carry a full load of water back from the well. The other bucket had a hole in its side. And sure enough, every time that the man carried that bucket back, it always arrived back at the house half full. But he carried those two buckets on a pole back and forth from the well every day. The perfect bucket always on his left. The bucket with the hole on it always on his right. And the perfect bucket would always come back all the way full, and unfortunately, that bucket with the hole in its side 
usually only could do about half the job. Well, one day, the bucket with the hole in his side just came to the man, heartbroken, and said, I'm sorry. I'm embarrassed. That hole in my side makes your life harder. It makes you have to do more work. I'm sorry I'm not as perfect as the other buckets. The man said to the bucket with the hole in his side, do me a favor. Today, when we walk back from the well, see what you notice. So that day, sure enough, the man put the two buckets on that pole and walked all the way to the well, filled them up and made that walk back. And on that walk back, the bucket with the hole on his side noticed something he'd never noticed before. That along his side of the road, there were the most beautiful wildflowers he had ever seen. He wondered, had they always been there? And that's when the man whispered to him, I've always known about the hole in your bucket. But you see, I planted seeds on that side where I knew you would be watering them. See, we come here today, some of us, with holes in our bucket. We've been spending the last um, several weeks of Lent talking about the holes in our bucket. Those habits and those hang-ups and those hurts that sometimes feels like more of life drains out of. And we've taken a journey over these last few weeks wondering what on earth we're going to do about those holes. And so if you've come here today with some holes in your bucket, you're looking for the pastor to stand up here on Easter morning and say to you, all the holes are now gone. God has come and taken all of the holes away. And if you've come here today to have your preacher stand up here and say, today the holes you walked in here with won't be here when you walk out of here this morning, you've come to the wrong church. Because I can't tell you that. And I know as soon as I say that, I can't tell you that even on Easter Sunday, all of the holes of our lives will be fixed and repaired and healed. Someone out there is saying, come on, preacher, it's Easter. If you can't tell it to us, at least lie to us. It's Easter. The tomb was empty, wasn't it? We sang it when we walked in. Christ the Lord has risen today. Up from the grave He arose. He lives. Don't you believe all of that stuff, preacher? Come on, it's Easter. It's the day you're just supposed to stand up there and say to us, God's going to make it all better. God's going to take away all the pain. God's going to cover up all the holes, all the suffering, heal every wound, take care of every habit, every heartache, every hang-up, every hurt. Come on, preacher, that's what we've come here for today, so tell it to us. Oh, and I stand here this morning and say, oh, I wish I could. Believe me, I wish I could. But the story doesn't say that. The Scriptures don't say that. Not even close. Because if we were to read the very next story in John's Gospel, after Mary Magdalene's account with Jesus at the, at the risen tomb, the very next story, 
as the disciples gathered in that upper room. And Jesus comes to them. And there's one disciple who didn't believe it was Jesus. His name was Thomas. We've called him Doubting Thomas. He says, I don't believe it's Jesus. I don't believe one can rise from the grave. And if you remember the story, it was at that point that Jesus held out His hands. The very hands that were nailed to the cross. And it was then that Thomas saw those holes in Jesus' hand and he pointed to his side where the spear had gone in and said, See, it is me. I don't know if you've ever realized this, but the resurrected Jesus has got holes in him. Jesus, the risen Christ, Rises from the dead with His holes intact. God has not taken away the evidence of His suffering, not removed the remembrance of His shame, or even His most public defeat. Easter is about a Savior who comes to us with His holes intact. The Easter Jesus is the wounded Jesus. The imperfect Jesus. The Easter Jesus has got holes in Him. And this is what it means to have a holy Savior. The Savior of the world. And I imagine if God's not going to take away Jesus' holes, then He might not take away mine either. Today's the day we celebrate That God can do something even when we have holes in our buckets. You know, it's the last step on our Lenten journey. We've been walking up that Lenten journey, admitting we had issues, letting God get in there, cleaning out our closet, making repairs in those relationships. And we get to that last step, and it's the Easter step. It's the last step along that journey. Each step of that journey, we've lifted up one of those beatitudes, one of those crazy blessings Jesus has had. And today's blessing to us on Easter morning is probably the craziest blessing of them all. For Jesus says to us today, Blessed are those who are persecuted, for they will do what God requires. And you're sitting out there going, Say what, preacher? Can't you do that sermon next week? Blessed are the persecuted. Blessed are those who are beaten up by the world, who are wounded, who were picked on, who are harassed, who are humiliated. Well, I'm here to tell you that's not what I say. That's what Jesus says. Jesus says, blessed are you when you've got holes in your life. Because remember, it is through Jesus' persecution through His suffering, through His crucifixion, that the wounds He endured comes the salvation of the world. Then if it's true for Jesus, Jesus says today, then the same is true for you. As long as we're willing to take that last step and share our suffering and share our wounds. This is the most radical truth of Easter. Our greatest contributions to the world, our greatest ministries, will never be found in our strength. 
but will be found in the holes of our life. Rewind that. Let me say that again. Our greatest contributions to this world, our greatest ministries, will never be found in our strengths, but rather in our weakness. That is the very thing we want to talk about the least. The things we want to hide in our closet are the very things God wants us to share. One thing Easter tells us is that God never wastes a hurt. God never wastes our hurt. He didn't waste Jesus's and he won't waste ours. You know, it's not one of those days when I stand up here and I tell you all that. I can spout all the scripture that verifies that, that our strength is in our weakness. All the facts and the dates and the theories that make the faith compelling. But my, you will sit back there and say, my faith will never be like that. He's a minister. When I lean on my strengths, you say, oh, that's, that's just him. Or when anyone has a strength in faith, we end up saying, oh, I wish I could be like them. But when I let you see God's light pour through the holes of my life, through the wounds and the suffering, when I tell you that God has pulled me through Times of anxiety and low self-esteem through struggles with compulsions and anger. When I show you the holes of the grief of a mother gone way too soon and the holes of a baby we never got to hold. When I show you that God's light has shined through those holes. And I begin to share that story with you. You begin to say, oh. I can go on that journey with them. The best person to lead a divorce recovery group is somebody who's been on that journey. The best person to lead someone through recovery from an addiction is somebody who's had that addiction. Why is that we are drawn to people that we can see the light of God shine through them? And on that Easter morning, the disciples saw Jesus holes intact and the light of God shined through them. Don't forget for the disciples, that first Easter morning, as far as they were concerned, the story was over. That the suffering and pain of the world had won. And here is this moment when Jesus emerges with His holes intact and says, come, follow Me. I will show you to the path of healing. I got the best news in the world for you today. Easter is not for perfect people. Easter is not for perfect people. Easter is for people who got holes in them. If you want to know the reality of Easter, look at your holes. It's where the light of God will shine in them. And if you want to share Easter with someone, then show them how the light shines through the places that God has brought you through. That is how Easter works. That's going to be the sign next week. Welcome to Redford Aldersgate. Nobody gets in unless they show their holes. You think that'll work? No, okay, well, we're trying. How about Redford Aldersgate, where no perfect people are allowed?
That work? Is that a little better? Is that a little better? Redford Aldersgate, where no perfect people are allowed, because Easter isn't for perfect people. Easter is for those who have the holes in their life and then are the ones who are beginning to willing to share it and bring others on that journey step by step to that place of healing. So if you've got some holes in you today, the good news is, is God is ready to use you. If you got some holes in you today, then God is ready to use you. If you've been through divorce, then God can use you. If you've been through addiction, then God can use you. If you've suffered with depression, you, God can use you. If you've lost a job or lost a child or lost a parent, then, then God can use you. If you've been abused or been in jail or just been broke, then God can use you. If you have trouble with your kids or have trouble with your parents or... Becca, don't roll your eyes on that one right now. I'm kidding. <laughs> but you have trouble with your kids or trouble with your parents or just trouble making the rent, God can use you. That is the good news of Easter. Let God use the holes in your life for the salvation of the world. One of my mentors, and I talk about him a lot because he's had a big influence on my life in my ministry, was the senior pastor at Birmingham first when I became an associate there. His name was Bill Ritter. And on paper, Bill has all the strengths in the world. Everywhere he's gone, he's grown churches. He's considered one of the best preachers you can never, ever find. And when you look at Bill, sometimes a young preacher, you can say, man, I'm never going to be like that. Because all I see is his strengths. But let me tell you where Bill and his wife Chris's ministry really began to change the world. It was 15 years ago when their oldest son committed suicide. One of the most effective and powerful preachers in all of Michigan now walked around with a hole in his bucket. But slowly, they began to find a new ministry. They began to be able to reach out to other families who had been down this other path and this other journey slowly and quietly. People used to say, oh, you've lost a child to suicide here. I have someone you can talk to. And slow and sure, Bill and Chris began to develop this new ministry along the way. And along that journey, it led to the only book the probably the most prominent Methodist preacher in Michigan has ever written has not been about how you grow a church, but how you live through it when your son commits suicide. Through the holes in his vest. And I remember as a young preacher, and I wrote this down, I remember as a young uh, preacher learning underneath him that I walked in one day and I said to him, how do you make it through something like that? The only reason you've been able to do it is because you're a survivor, right? And he looked at me and said, no, young preacher. It's because I'm a believer. And he said, the sun rises. And God's Son rises, and we believe ours does too. And not because life is good.
but because God is. He rose from the grave with his holes intact so that we who have a life that is beaten and bruised and has holes of its own may know that we have a Savior who has been where we have been and will show us the way through it. It's Easter morning. It's a time we sing that despite our holes, God's light shines through it. Will you go forth from this place today and share that love with others and bring others along with you on that journey we call Easter?